Welcome to the Exploring Awareness Podcast. Join Dr. Frank Anderson and Lisa Berry in exploring new ways to live in this chaotic world and find peace and joy in the most unlikely places. Hello, this is the Exploring Awareness Podcast, a place of conversation and exploration of exactly what awareness means and how to apply it to our lives in order to feel peace and love and joy, which is hopefully what we all want out of life. Or maybe we don't know what we want, and this podcast can help you figure that out. Certainly helped me out. I'm Lisa Berry, joined by Dr. Frank Anderson in our quest to share the possibilities that awareness and meditation and all sorts of ways of looking at life can make your experience or make your journey more enjoyable. What do we want to talk about this time, Frank? Good evening, Lisa Berry. I can see that it's getting darker at your place. We're entering into fall. Yes, yes. I am aware that the sun is setting sooner. Yep. And one of the things I want to talk about tonight was how we might do informal practice or how we might practice awareness 24-7. We talk a lot about sitting meditation and for those that have you have listened to previous episodes, you'll remember the D word and discipline. Yes, Lisa. And I'm over it. I can deal with discipline. I, I okay. got it. I'm good. good. So we've always recommended, you know, meditation practice. But today I thought we could talk about how do you do practice when you're not sitting on a cushion? Okay, you've said the word practice several times, so I feel like we need to define what do we mean when we're talking about practice. I've been asked that question many times. What is practice? Because sometimes practice sounds like you're practicing your musical instrument, right? And you're practicing to get better at it. And that wouldn't be the case with what we're talking about because getting better at something puts a judgment on it or puts like you're trying to mm. achieve something. And, and, and we talked about last time yearning. So there is a yearning, there is an intention, but there's nothing to achieve because it's actually already there. So, so practicing like a musical instrument isn't really the case, but I also practice medicine. And so it's not a practice to get better. It's like doing what I do right? The practice of medicine is doing medicine. Does that make sense? Do you see the difference there? Well, then why call it practice? Well, the, it, you would call it the practice of meditation, or you call it the practice of being aware. It's more like the practice of medicine than it would be the practice of guitar. We're talking about our practice, then are we talking about um, our experience, or we're talking about our intention, or what? No, my, the word that comes to my mind is routine. Okay. What is your routine? What is your everyday thing that you do? What do you practice? What do you do? What is your je ne sais quoi? What is it? What is your practice? And what if people listening are saying, well, I don't have a practice. I don't even what you know what you mean by having a practice. Yeah. Well, that's great. And that's why they're here. And that's why we're here. And, you know, we're fleshing out all these different aspects of this mysterious meditation thing we've been talking about. 
So when people practice meditation or that they have a practice, like my practice would be to meditate for 30 to 40 minutes, five out of seven days a week. That would be my practice. That would be my routine. That would be my idea. So that's, that's part, of, part of it. And another part of practice is the informal practice. And so it's taking what you experience when you're meditating out into the world every day. And so that's called informal practice. But I think we should call it exploring awareness 24-7. Well, I think I've asked you that before. I mean, we have these conversations and when I have conversations with other people and you get into the moment and you discuss mindfulness and you discuss meditation and you discuss looking at life in a way that can open your mind and make you feel better. But how do you sustain that? You know, you, we, you can finish, mm-hmm. we wrap up this podcast and you can finish a conversation, then you go out the door and sometimes it's like poof all out, <laughs> out the window. Yeah, right, right, exactly. How do you sustain it? That is one way to look at it, that we're sustaining it. There's another way to look at it is just what what you might be doing is just maintaining your connection to presence. Instead of it being a practice or instead of being something that just comes and goes or you can have a conversation, what if you just want to be that way as much as possible? 24-7, right? That's right. It still requires some intention, though. And just like sitting requires some intention, being present during the day requires an intention as well. And so what do you think that might look like, exploring awareness 24-7? Well, that's funny because we always meet before we start recording and talk about what we want to talk about. And what I was going to propose talking about was intention. So you just said the intention word, and I think intention is so important when something's happening or I'm about to do something. I'm really big on having an honest intention. What is my intention? Because I feel like whatever your intention is, that's how whatever you're doing washes out based on on that. Mm -hmm. So if your intention is to live a more mindful, aware life, I guess, and if we're going to talk about 24-7, then how does that work? Does it always have to be your intention or do you wake up in the morning and say, this is my intention today or how, do, how does that fit in? Right. And the intention to have a mindful or more aware life is a step toward having, you know, an authentic life that's yours. Mm-hmm. And so one thing that I was thinking of as we, as I was thinking of this episode and what we might talk about, it's what does it look like to practice or to do exploring awareness 24-7? And there's one thing that, that you do a lot, and that spend time in nature. Mm-hmm. And it's really easy to go outside and miss everything. So I'm not asking you to sit on your meditation cushion, but when you go outside in the morning, there's a way of being aware of what's in front of you. I live on the corner in Ann Arbor in a corner house, and I got a pumpkin patch, and I got flowers, and I got a rubber snake in my yard, and I've got some shells hanging out of my tree, and I've got these little ceramic houses that my kids 
built. We've had baby ducks and baby chicks and things like this. So I'll sit out on the porch and I'll watch people go by. Some people, they just go by and they don't see anything. And other people stop and they look and they see and they see the flowers and they see the, sometimes they see the ducks. We don't have the ducks. Remember those ducks that were quacking in a previous episode? Yes, very well. And, And not in a judgmental way, but as people walk by, if they're not paying attention, if they're not being aware, you know, they miss out on a lot of things. And so one of the practices, one of the intentions perhaps, is that when you're moving around in the world to see what's there, to be present what is going on. And that takes a little shift away from your mind being on your car hmm. to the mind and your awareness being on each step. It doesn't have to be slow. It doesn't have to be catatonic, but it's like taking in and being aware of your immediate environment. And and you do that, right? Right. You know, I think about that because I've been going walking a lot while the weather is still warm where we live right now in a pandemic. And I think I want to do meditation walking because we did a walking meditation once, but then I think well, I'm walking too fast to <laughs> do a meditative walk. Can you do a fast meditative walk? Oh, yeah, you can. Hmm. I used to do that at the Zen temple all the time. Really? We'll have to tell us about that sometime. But, yeah, I go outside and just the woods and the trees and the sunrise and the acorns. I've started picking up acorns. I don't know why. I just bring a little nature into my house. I feel bad I'm depriving the squirrels of a possible meal. That sounds yeah, like I- a Martha Stewart thing. <laughs> I collected them and I put them in a bowl. I I don't think, I don't know if I have it here and put a little twig of a tree in there. And I went, look, it's a centerpiece. I'm Martha Stewart. (laughs) (laughs) But no, taking in nature, it's, it's soul healing. It really is. It's like getting out of my head and not thinking about what's going on in my life or, or what I'm thinking about, but just taking it all in. And I, this new thing about seeing the sun and the shadows it makes on trees, it's amazing. If you go out at a certain time of day and the sun is shining and it makes these shadows on the trees, I started taking pictures of it. It's, it's, it's so creative and it's like nature and it's just happening and nobody's thinking about it and no one's, you don't have monkey mind about it. You're just looking at it and taking it all in and it's sort of healing, I think. Yeah, and that, that, that's, that's an easy way. Mm. That's an easy part of your 24-7 to be aware now, it gets a little more challenging, right, when you get into the car. And so, <laughs> so I'm having a problem listening to the news. Yeah. And it's one of those things like you can't look away. You know, you can't look away. And so I have a, a satellite radio. And you listen to this, and, and, and because they're talking about there's a lot of fear-based, you know, manipulation. There's a lot of um, future disasters. There's a lot of this is going to happen and that is going to happen. And it takes your mind much out of the present because a lot of what they say is, well, if this, then this, and if that, then this, and uh, so much of taking our minds out. And 
I've, I've stopped doing listening to that, listen to music instead. But you know, there also has to be a, an awareness, an awareness that I've seen that 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 geez, that stuff really draws me in, and mm. it doesn't mean anything. You know, I mean, these things are happening. I need to know facts, perhaps, so I know how to vote. But the projections and conjectures and uh, the disgust on both sides and, you know, the opposites and the paradoxes and all these things that get presented. How do you bring that into awareness? And so it happens, you know, and you move on from that and it doesn't become part of your brain structure. So, you know, another way to explore awareness 24-7 is to ask yourself, why do I believe this or that? Or why do I do this or that? So how much of your daily life can you be aware of as opposed to being on autopilot? All right. So when you're listening to the news, which just happens to be my job, to me, that's like detaching from a feeling it's like you're hearing this and it's scary and it's troubling and whether it's people hope ideally the news you're listening to should be just the facts presented sometimes maybe there are certain networks that don't necessarily present just the facts well no all the networks present a lot of opinion as if it was fact okay well i work for national public radio and we pride ourselves on fact-based journalism and i personally after many decades as a news person, I, I don't think I've ever, I don't say anything on the air trying to persuade somebody. I try to be as factual as possible. Right. Well, that's NPR. And, you know, but some people have a, would have an opinion. And so I'm not saying one way or another which station or what. I'm asking people to be aware of what they're hearing and aware of what it's doing to their to their thought process. Right. And I was asking you, for me, is that separating your emotions from what you're hearing? Because sometimes you feel a lot of emotions when you're hearing the news. And to do that, is it separating your emotions from what you're hearing that well, helps you I think be aware? It's also being aware of your emotions. Right. Aware of your aware of what you're listening, aware of the emotions that it's generating, and we have a whole episode on awareness of emotions. And so, if if what you're exposing yourself to is giving you, you know, unwanted or unwelcome or kind of useless emotions, then I'm talking about becoming aware of that. All right, I'm going to ask you, who or how do you determine what is a useless emotion? If someone is predicting something's going to happen really bad, if something else happens, mm. and that's this prediction and it's fear, mm. and that fear is meant to make you vote a certain way, mm. um, I think that, that's, that, that, is, that is what I'm talking about. That is something like, are you going to be driven by fear? Mm. Or are you going to be driven by something objective? So to say that we're going to live this way 24-7, I'll be honest, sounds sort of exhausting. Does it take energy? Does it take effort? Or does it, do you get to a point where it just happens naturally? It, you get to a point where it just happens naturally. Mm. And so my experience with this is 
Yes, I have spent a lot of time meditating on a cushion, and I have spent a lot of time doing informal practice, and I've spent a lot of time being distracted, you know, so it's, I still get distracted. I do feel like meditating helps you set the stage for a day where awareness comes naturally and doesn't take a lot of effort. And for me, it seems like those, the, the time on the cushion and the time during the day are, are very similar to me, for me now. Because you know? of your practice. So it's not, a, it's not an effort. It's, um, there is a, a, something called effortless effort. Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> and um, and it's just, but, but the thing is that there, there needs to be the intention there that you're going to explore awareness 24-7 and so that, so that you're not being manipulated by, you know, fear and future and past, but you're being your authentic self. You're taking facts that are objective and, and move with those, right, in a, in, a, in a positive way. So certainly there are groups of people who are being persecuted, discriminated against, you know, systemic racism. I mean, all of these things are happening. And anger and fear and disgust and past and future and all of those things are part of the human experience. But there's another part of the human experience is to be aware that all of those things are happening. Awareness is a place of peace and love and generosity and joy. And from that place, you move to solve the problems. You don't sit back and say, oh, it's all love, peace, and joy. There's no problems. No, there are problems. But is anger and fear and other, other emotions what's driving you or is something more authentic? So I think people sometimes just jump into these podcasts. They may have not listened to all 25 episodes before this. So I think it might be helpful to... 26. What? 20? Is this is 27, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All 26 episodes before this. So I think it might be helpful to say, what are we talking about when we're talking about awareness? Just to refresh. Yes. Well, at the introduction, you said we would, we would, we would say exactly what we're talking about. Uh, about awareness, but awareness is is not an, an easy word to define. And yeah, if you're just joining this podcast, the whole we we've been talking about awareness for you know 26 episodes. Some people look at awareness as not a big deal, right? I'm like, you're aware that you're. I'm almost out of soda. You know, that's that's an awareness, right? <laughs> Awareness that your coffee is getting cold, aware that it's getting cold in this room. More like a sensation, you know, or, or a thought that <clears throat> that's happening. But we're talking about is, is a part of the human experience that is kind of beyond thoughts, but it's the awareness of the thoughts. It's the you that knows that you know that you know. Now, I'm not sure that's going to help any new listeners because (laughs) there is something that uh, connects us all that allows us 
to, to, to know, you know, even to know that you're conscious. And we've been connecting to that over the episodes by learning to be aware of the breath. So you're not just breathing, but you know that you're breathing. Hmm. You're not just a body. You know you have a body. You know that you have thoughts. You know you have emotions. You know you have awareness. And the part of you that knows that is the part that we're experientially connecting to and exploring it. And it turns out that that idea of awareness beyond thought, something that is a felt sense that can't, a word can't be used to describe it. Because once you use the word, then it becomes, it becomes a form. This is a formless spaciousness that's a felt experience and shared amongst all of us. And so it's an experiential place of freedom and, and openness. And, it, and since you can't think it up, you know, last time we talked about attachments and ego, it's beyond those things as well. So when you're aware of attachments, aware of ego, aware of all those things, that's when you start opening up to something deeper. And that's, that's, the, that's something deeper. We can use the word awareness. And in that place, you can also have some realizations as well. And the realizations tend to be on the, what you might use the word spiritual side. And so I think that the origin of a lot of religions is this like transpersonal experience that connects to something larger. And so lots of religions use the word God. The Buddhists use the Buddha nature. The Buddha means awakened. The awakened nature, or it's almost like archetypes. It's something that um, you know, is existing despite our bodies coming and going. Does that, does that make it clear? Well, <laughs> it's so simple. Cotton pie. Yeah, we got it. Next. All right. Yeah, we're good. I guess I really wasn't aware of how I was saying what I was saying in the intro either, because when I said a place of conversation and exploration of exactly what awareness means, I didn't mean exactly what awareness means. I mean, what exactly does it mean? I guess I should have. <laughs> <laughs> what exactly does it mean? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's really what I meant, because I don't think, I mean, you just gave a very complex, thorough explanation of what awareness means. But it, it means a lot, so many different things, which is, I think, what I said in the intro of our last podcast. So, it's like, I meant more like of exactly what does it mean, not exactly what it means. Because do you think it, awareness means different things to different people? Well, I think awareness can be experienced by uh, in different ways by different people. But it's in the experience of the of of what's happening. But the, but awareness itself is. Uh, not conditioned awareness itself is is not it doesn't um, it doesn't change from person to person what's your awareness and my awareness are exactly the same how do we know sometimes i think you and i are not experiencing the same awareness of a lot of different things how do you know i guess you know when you know <laughs> 
So you, 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 what do you mean you and I are experiencing awareness differently? I always say two people can be looking at the exact same thing and see something completely different. So my level of awareness, what I think I'm seeing or what I'm experiencing from my Lisa Berry level of awareness, I don't think necessarily is the same that you're experiencing from your level of awareness. I think we can be talking about the same thing or looking at the same thing and you're having a different awareness experience than I am. Well, if you look in a mirror and I look in the mirror, two different things get reflected, but the mirror is the same thing. And that's what awareness is like. It's like the mirror. But the mirror doesn't change. Right. But what you're seeing in the mirror and what I'm seeing in the mirror are not necessarily. Of course, because your form and my form, but the mirror stays the same and awareness stays the same. I, I would think that even right now that you and I are having separate awareness experiences of how this conversation is going. Okay, how about being aware of awareness? I definitely am aware of awareness. Is that different for us too? No. There we go. Where were you? Where are you, there we go. We're united in awareness of awareness. There we go. Okay, okay. that's where it is. So okay. beyond thoughts. Yeah, okay. Good. Yes. All right. High five. <laughs> beyond thoughts. So awareness of awareness is a really interesting thing. Dan Siegel talks about that. Uh, Tara Brock talks about that. It's, a, it's a, being aware of awareness or aware of mindfulness or aware of consciousness. Well, you know, you can be aware, you can be aware of aware. And as long as awareness seems like a thought or a conditioned or a form or an idea, you can always be aware of it. You continue to be aware of it until... You're, until there's nothing else to be aware of. And the part that's aware of nothing to be aware of, that's what we're talking about. Why you, does it sound so complicated? You won't get it yeah. by thinking about it. You'll, have, you'll, you'll experience it by giving yourself a chance to not use your brain. And mm. to when you're sitting and meditating or when you're doing the informal practice, practicing awareness of everything and just keep practicing. And at some point, this is going to open up to you. It's like, wait a minute, you know, what, 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 who am I? What is this? It's like, really? I thought I was this, but this awareness is opening up something deeper. And so it's a felt experience. And so if we limit ourselves to just practicing on the chair or the cushion and not doing it because, you know, we're busy or we forget or we're resistant. So now we're talking about bringing that perspective out into the everyday world. And we're talking about doing it easily in nature, but we're also talking about doing it when, when we're talking with other people, perhaps. And someone is coming at you with some things. Can you be aware of perhaps what's behind what they're saying? You know, be aware of what's behind your reactions to what they're saying. I think that seems pretty complicated because right now all I can think about is why do I want, why do I want my awareness to, to be the same? Why do I want to feel unity and awareness with, with another person and why am i not feeling that it's not a matter of wanting or not because it's already there 
It's just clouded over. I don't feel it. Yeah. Well, you have. You've had openings. Right. I don't know if I'm if I'm like projecting on you or your energy is different, but I'm just it just feels weird tonight. And maybe I'm different. I don't know what it is. In a situation like that, what should I be aware of? My brain is that my brain telling me these things? Yes. Hmm. So I should just be aware that my brain is telling me that something feels off. And what do I do with that? Um, what kind of reaction are you having to that? Um, I don't like it. So you can be aware of, of what your brain's telling you and aware of your resistance to it. And my deep, deep, deep desire to try to figure out why. And that is, I think, something you would tell me to definitely not do, right? Well, you can try all you want to figure it out. <laughs> but you can't. How come? Well, try and see. I think there are a lot of people who try to figure things out. I think there are a well, lot of people try. who God go through a tried and tried and tried, and he finally said, I can't figure this out, so he gave up. And that's when he finally realized what was going on, when he gave up trying to figure out. So you can figure out all you want, and I have a lot of compassion for you to figure it out. And, uh, and you keep trying. You know, how many rivers are there if there are as many rivers as there are sands in the river Ganges? Figure that one out. All right, I want to make this, though, so everyone listening can understand. You're saying, don't try to figure anything out. But isn't life about figuring things out? You just let go of everything? Well, we're not talking about life. We're talking about exploring awareness. Right, but we're 24-7, and that's your life. You're living your life 24-7. I'm trying to make it. <laughs> you're mad at me. I, I, no, I feel like you're mad at me. I don't know what's happening. What the hell is happening? I don't we, even know. We seem I don't. To be like arguing a little bit. Me? We seem to be like an, in conflict over this topic. Okay, because I feel like you seem so calm and robotic about it. And I'm trying to help people understand it because it's not simple and i know we're not supposed to understand it i don't know it's just creating this weird feeling for me i don't know what's happening it's not i'm not struggling it's not a bad feeling i'm not suffering i'm not i'm just i don't know something feels weird okay. maybe it's because you're so calm and you so get it it's who you are it is you 24 7 right well Good, thank you. So I'm not supposed to try to figure it out, right? Just supposed to be aware that it you're seems... Trying. If you can be aware that you're trying to figure it out. Well, can I be aware that it feels uncomfortable? Absolutely. You have to okay. being aware of everything in the present moment. Okay, at this present moment, I am aware that this conversation seems uncomfortable. Does it seem uncomfortable to you? No. <laughs> okay, good. I don't know. I don't know why it seems uncomfortable to me. But so I don't figure that out. I just let it be, right? 
Absolutely. Okay. Should I feel peaceful? <laughs> you should stop saying should. Right. You should eliminate that word from your vocabulary. Really? Completely. I'm just going to be aware of it. Rest as awareness. I always try to think about the people listening, and I always try to think, are they getting this? Do they understand this? So when you think these things through, they, they are complicated. But to be aware of them is very simple. So it's both. But isn't just being aware of them, doesn't it just make that all kind of dissolve? Is it something you practice? Well, it's... That's what we're talking about, practice, right? We are. We're, we're talking about practice and about practicing being aware of the thoughts. The thoughts, even if they're complicated thoughts, it doesn't matter because the awareness is not complicated. Yeah, your brain and my brain are different, but the awareness of the brain is, is I mean, I'm not making it up. That's just what I was taught, and that's what I've experienced. Unity of all beings. And how does it bring unity? Or we're all divine beings, you know, and we just have different conditioning. We're all the same. Yeah, but these are profound truths. And awareness helps you have a peaceful feeling, do you think? It connects you to your divinity. Okay, say that again. How does awareness connect you to your divinity? Yes, awareness is, is, is a part of being able to realize your divine Buddha, Christ, nature. See, now you're speaking my language. When you're saying things like unity and unification and you know that's that's what my heart and soul wants well it's already there yearning and so that's why we're suggesting this practice suggest be aware of what's happening be aware of what's being said be aware of what Deep, deep awareness not mental awareness Beyond thought awareness. I think that's the hard bridge to cross. So be aware of judgment. Can you describe for us your process or your practice at this moment? Yes. So I am practicing at this moment and I'm practicing with my eyes closed and I am just being aware I'm hearing everything that you say. I am aware of the kind of confusion and the, I'm hearing in your voice the the struggle. There may be some bit of happening in me like, um, not really understanding completely, but just being aware of that and keeping with the conversation to, to let things uh, evolve. 
um, not to be argumentative or defensive. Just being present to what you're saying and, and hold it and, um, and try to respond to you and not react to you. I hear that and I appreciate that and I can walk that walk with you. So I do appreciate that. But here we are, we're talking about it. If you're, if you're in a situation and you want to just be aware, do you talk about it or do you just let it be? I try to bring awareness to as much of my day as possible so that I can respond as opposed to react. Does it work all the time? No. I can be distracted and react instead of respond. But I can tell you many, many, many situations where in the past I have reacted um, with an anger or being put out or being disgusted or being bothered that that doesn't happen when I'm responding. And it's changed over the years, the more I've practiced. It's not that I'm not just putting it away. It's just like there is not suffering involved. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm not supposed to be thinking. I'm feeling that to go through life this way takes a letting go of something. And like we talked about that last time, and it's not necessarily an attachment, but it's just a letting go of how you've been comfortable feeling your whole life. And you're telling us that by just being aware, you don't have to hold on to any of those emotions or any of those thoughts. You just be aware. And I think like holding on for dear life, because I think that's how a lot of people go through life and now I'm going to let go and try to just be aware. But man, why don't, I don't I'll speak for myself. Why don't I want to let go of that? It's not a great way to be. I would much rather just be at peace and feel unity and unification and just be aware and, and respond versus react. Why was I fighting myself on, on doing that? Great question. That was the past, now it's the present. And so that question, it doesn't matter. Feels peaceful. I'm not questioning it. I'm not asking it. I'm not going to go back and beat myself up for my reaction. Just going to be aware right this moment. It feels like I'm taking a deep breath and just be aware. Just be aware, present moment. Hmm. Hmm. It's interesting. Be aware of that you're evaluating it. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about doing this 24-7. How do you walk through life if you're just being aware? You got, you know, you got you still have to work and you like you said, you gotta get in the car and drive places. And so um I would invite you to try and see what happens without worrying about. I'm not worrying. I feel like we should meditate on this. So let's, let's meditate about awareness of awareness. And so have a seat.
to collect your body and your mind and all that you've been through sitting down and hopefully with the intention of doing something different and as hard and confusing and whatever it may seem like from this conversation let's just do something very simple and start with the breath and be aware of the breath going in and out of the lungs. And that's our starting point for the awareness. And the more you practice this, the easier it will be to just focus on the breath as it goes in and out. And when you start out, yes, there's lots of thoughts, lots of questions, but there's also a peaceful, just presence to the breath. And, uh, Mind chatter, weird feelings, old emotions, these things are all part of your, or could be part of the present moment experience that your body is also producing. Like it's your body's breathing and your brain is producing. But uh, imagine maybe it's a metaphor thinking of yourself as the keeper of the lighthouse. And you're watching for boats and you're watching for storms and but the solid you know lighthouse and the lighthouse keeper are just constantly paying attention to everything that's going on 
And if there's a you know, boat getting too close or to the horn, or if there's a see a fire in the woods, call respond with the fire department. But there's this you know, strong, solid lighthouse and watchman keeping watch on things. And so maybe that gives you a thought of awareness or kind of a way to look at awareness. And then become aware of that. Or aware of awareness. And maybe ask your brain to think of what you had for lunch today. Okay. Right. So, you know, grilled cheese. Then become aware of that thought and see what happens. Now, this is not meant to get rid of thoughts. It's just meant to return to cultivate this place of awareness. And so in our meditation, we're cultivating this place of awareness. Okay, and we learn about it. We explore it. become familiar with it. And then later on, we're moving out in the day. See what would happen if instead of an old way of using the brains and thoughts and habits and um, learned behaviors and what if you brought awareness with you? And try it for a day. If it doesn't work, don't do it anymore. And as your mind says, I don't understand this, um, this is, it won't be functional. Um, this is not going to work. It's hard. Yeah, kind of like, oh, that's 
aware of this habitual thinking, aware of putting things in boxes, aware of an old way of doing things. And maybe there'll be just a sense of peace and relief. And maybe you'll move around the world a different way. And maybe things start coming to you that weren't coming to you before. There's an openness instead of uh, barriers. It's subtle. If you think you have all the answers, you know, just be aware of that thought. Is that working for you? And then be compassionate with yourself. Perhaps years of misunderstanding. Well, the past is gone. And we don't know what the future is going to hold. And with our pandemic and our elections, pulling us into a future that doesn't exist, causing stress, suffering. I hope you can bring that to awareness and find some peace in the present moment. Because that's actually the, the only thing that is real. And it's your life. And uh, all that would manipulate you and close you in has nothing to do with this universal awareness that always has been and always will be, and that we're from. We are that. And so with our practices of awareness and awareness of awareness and open up to a deeper realization of this unity. And uh, no matter what your mind says, what we're experiencing now is not doesn't belong to anyone. It's 
been experienced by many, many people, and it's always true and always will be true, and nothing the brain can think of will ever change that. So practice awareness. As often as you can, because it's actually the most solid, stable, ever-present part of you. So let it rise up and be your guide. And so we'll take three breaths and then open eyes and relax and stretch. And so Lisa, there's, there's, another way I would say to anyone who's listening if you have questions about awareness and what we just talked about you can email us at exploringawareness at gmail.com we've received some beautiful emails so far and uh, we really appreciate those of you who have reached out and we try to write back and we're very grateful for those so if you have questions or comments or concerns uh, go ahead and email us at exploringawareness at gmail.com well so Lisa have you great I hope you have a great week and um, I look forward to talking to you again next week on our journey of exploring awareness thank you so much for listening This podcast is not an attempt to practice medicine or provide specific medical advice, nor does use of this information establish a physician-patient relationship. Listening to this podcast does not replace medical consultation with a qualified health or medical professional to meet the health and medical needs of you or others. If you are having problems, please see your primary care provider or your local mental health professional.